in three other areas, two other areas, including Clubhouse. Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. This is Dame Nicola. Hopefully, you guys can hear me all right. We are live, and we're in three spots, literally. I am live on StreamYard. We're also live uh, on Clubhouse, and we're live on Blog Talk Radio. And so I get it. A lot of people made me may not have um, the iPhone yet, so you can't join us on Clubhouse, but if you uh, can, go ahead and hop in there. Uh, But we're talking today about some really, really, really good stuff. So you want to go ahead and share this with some other people, go ahead and ping some other people in here, because I'm going to be sharing some things that, you know, sometimes you're doing things with yourself, your finances, and you're not realizing how huge it is until you bring it forefront. And I'm going to be sharing with you how to build your family bank so you can secure the bag. And you know what we do. We talk about investing the cash. But it's extremely important that you guys know that I understand uh, right now it's a really tough time. But we have to create more entrepreneurs, right? Because you're not going to be able to labor yourself in the wealth. And literally, the way that the the economic gap is, is just widening, um, you won't even be able to, even as a solopreneur, it's probably going to be a little difficult unless you have some things in place. And so we want to talk to you today about um, just some real stuff. I I am telling you, you want to get your pen and paper, but we're going to talk to you about how to think like a bank to secure the bag. And I want you to understand that you want to do this for your family. You want to do this for your family And you want to do this now. This is not something you want to wait on. This is something that you want to do now. And and I'm going to tell you that as we've been talking throughout this series, you want to go back to NicolaSmithJackson.com and go and listen to the replay of how we've been talking about how to become an unstoppable entrepreneur in this new economy, because it is a new economy. And let me tell you something. The Bible has already given us every instruction that we need. So believers, do not think that God is asleep because he can't go to sleep. Don't think that he does not know what you're going through because he already knew before you knew. But what we have to do is be very keen to listen in to what the word says, and we have got to operate in our whole self, our spiritual self, so that some of the things that we hear and that we know is just straight foolishness, and then we can also rightly Divide the word of truth. And so I want you to think about something here as we're going to make our first power move. Go to Deuteronomy 28, uh, 12 through 13. And I don't want you to ever forget that in Deuteronomy is where God also told us that, you know, he's going to give us the ability to gain wealth. But let's read the word. And then we're going to pray because I need you to understand 
Everything is there. Everything is there. I'm not trying to uh, switch your beliefs, but I'm telling you what I believe and what has worked for me. So Deuteronomy 12, I mean, 28, 12 through 13 reads, it says, the Lord would open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I commanded you today, and are careful to observe them. Now, if you were to read Deuteronomy 28, 12 through 13, if you're not experiencing cash flow, and if you're not positioning yourself where you're maybe in the process of becoming the lender and not the borrower, it's obvious that the word said to us that we have to heed the commandments of the Lord and be careful to observe what he's telling us to do. Now, God told us he's going to open up the good treasure. And I don't know if you want the heavens, and I don't know if you want rain in this season. If you want to go into overflow, I want us to pray together because I didn't discover it. I didn't make it up. It was shared with me, and I'm going to share it with you. So crazy. I'll never take credit for what I didn't create, but that doesn't mean you can't use it and create more wealth for you and your family. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day that you've made, and we're glad we're joyous. We're here in the land of the living. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for your word. Your word, the instructions that you left for us, for us to have an abundant life. We are so grateful for the word. Your only begotten son, Jesus Christ, who was with you in the beginning. You said you were with the word and he is the word. Actualized. Fully human, fully God. Lord, we are so grateful for that gift indescribable gift. We're also grateful that he ascended back into heaven and so your Holy Spirit can reside here with us, in us, so we can be connected to your infinite intelligence. Let us be mindful to observe and heed and just do what you've told us to do. Your commandments are not to restrict us, but to lead us into freedom. And that freedom into abundance. And we want to receive that now. Holy Spirit, have your way here. Power start your day as your servant decrease. May you increase like never before. I'm grateful that I can humbly share with your people what thus says the Lord. But bless those that will not only hear, but will do and do now in faith. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer. With the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, amen. So 
I want to talk to you about something. I did a video and I was able to share um, that we purchased our son a vehicle and it was funded by our family bank. And if I were to share with you, I don't want anyone to complicate this. You know, sometimes a lot, a lot of times I hear, uh, even in, in a lot of trainings, you know, whether YouTube, I hear things that can be simple, made complex. And I'm not that one to just want to make it like I'm just smarter than everybody. So I want this to be broken down that any family could actually do what we're doing. And especially in these times, it is urgent that you take action. Now, when we go and think about it, right? Uh, the other episode I, I shared, um, you know, Ecclesiastes 11, one through two, and, and it's saying, hey, the word is telling us from wisdom. King Solomon, the riches do. Now, I heard that uh, uh, Elon Musk just, just surpassed Bezos as the richest man on earth now, but he's not still the richest man who's ever lived. So you can think about that. Even still, King Solomon is richer than any man who's still living right now, even though we are investing and in, in Bitcoin hit up to 40K and, 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 you know, came back down a little bit, 38, whatever. I want you to understand something. That God did not withhold anything from you. But as long as we continue not to do what he's told us to do, we cannot have him in every way we want because he told us he's going to open his good treasure in the heavens and give rain to the land in the season and bless the work of your hand. I cannot share enough that we even went in Second Thessalonians to remind people that if there's a rule that if you don't want to work, you shouldn't eat. But you're going to labor just do the work, the foundation of work, so that you can leverage. And this is what I want you to know. I want you to become an unstoppable entrepreneur, and I want you to learn how to think like a bank to secure the bag. You know how banks are. They're out for their own interest. And these are challenges when people are now wanting to become entrepreneurs, and sometimes they don't even have the right question or don't know the right question to ask. And I know the challenges because I've been an entrepreneur for over 26 years of my life and successfully. And these are the challenges is how to fish, how to go out there and, and get people, get customers or business partners. But you got to be learn how to be friends, be relatable. You know, you got to know how to convey your information very clearly and concise. And we gave the, the, the formula for that. In the past episodes, you want to be able to create some sort of curiosity, then you want to really connect to the people, and then you have to have a way to deliver it where a person can consume what you have to offer, more like what I'm doing right now. And then when you begin to now think about that and say, you know what, I know how to do that, but maybe not effectively for today's time. Maybe you're not fishing for today's time. And so you're not knowing how to sell a gift or help. You don't know how to do that. But you got to know how to also create profitable systems. I see so many people out there hustling, 
ignorance on fire. I was that, but they did not reverse engineer. What's the business behind my business? So I can have systems that can grow and scale or systems that can make me profitable. Many people are not in consistency with working from a systematic way. This is a challenge. So there are systems to every business, and that's a whole nother training. But we're talking today about raising capital for your business so that you can either start a business and operate the business. It doesn't matter if you're a micro-entrepreneur. It doesn't even matter if you're a network marketer. And I'm going to talk to you about, like, the way that most people start a business. And I, and I was there. I was there. I can remember pulling out my savings and starting a business and saying, I'm just going to hustle the rest of the money. So I was like paying as I go. Definitely wanting to make sure the clients were coming in when I had the salon, making sure the clients coming in so I'll be able to pay the people for my products and supplies. I'll be able to pay the, the rent. I'd be able to pay the utilities. You know, whatever it was, I was like making sure I had to work to make sure that money was there. And then later on, I began to leverage. I got people in the salon, they did, they booth rented. So they now, I was able to leverage them wanting to rent the space. And then now I was, I got smarter and I started leveraging retail on my wall. And I used to call it the wall. When I realized that I can just even offer the client, something as they were walking out the door for continuity would be what, what we're talking about now in marketing. And the wall made more money than the booth renters. So I would be able to run the business. This is something I discovered. I'd be able to run the business even with no one even in there. And that's what you want. You want to have ways, but this is the way that most people raise money. They say, hey, bootstrapping. Go to savings and credit cards. They max out credit cards. And so now when the business is not turning over a big enough profit, they start running into financial trouble. Family donations. Now, most of us can't even have them. We have too many family members we can go and ask for money. Grants. I know that people are doing the PPE and everything now uh, with what the government is offering. And they're like, we're getting these big loans. Some of them, it's a percentage. But I bet you some people still not going to pay it back, no matter how small a percentage is, because they might misallocate the funds. We got crowdfunding right now. Uh, you also have angel investors. You got people who will say, okay, I will give you some money. Nobody has to know I'm a part of the business. And then you just give me a partner. You have venture capitalists. So you want to shark tank your business. And then you have business loans. But the problem with many of these is that many a times people who are starting off a business don't have enough credibility to even raise enough capital to show up mighty and strong in their business. Maybe the business you were in before or the job you were in before, you, your savings are nil. You're running out of savings with emergency funds that you probably had or didn't have. And now you want to be a business owner and you're looking, how to, you're looking to build freedom free. You want to hop on anything free because you don't have the money to invest in whether the right coaches or mentors, whether the right equipment, whether the assistance, the help. And I'm going to tell you something. What I've been able to do is build a family bank. And not only do we use this family bank to fund things like purchase cars for our family, like I, the car my son got, he's the assistant, he's helping us out, I need him to run around, what have you, so now this is a tax deduction. We also got a truck 
for my husband, for the construction company that also can take the pink millie boxes to the post office and things like that. But I want you to start thinking, not only being a bank, but thinking like a bank with your own resources. I don't know if you're aware that African-Americans contribute over a trillion dollars to the economy, mainly in a consumer fashion, not necessarily in an owner mindset, and definitely not understanding the systems that we are in, like the banking system. So we're not knowing how to leverage other people's funds, even though we're going to make deposits regularly. We even have automatic deposits meaning the bank is able to leverage your money and they know exactly when it's coming in. What if you were to think to do that for yourself? What if you start thinking like a bank, which is one of the most lucrative ways for you to raise capital for your business? Now, we had an episode where we talked about this, and and I'm telling you, this is going to be the way for you to be an unstoppable entrepreneur. This is the way, because what's stops you as an entrepreneur. You're trying to go to the banks and your credit is not well. Now you're trying to work on your business credit. And I'm not saying not to do that because I do all of that too. But I'm saying that you might have some resources right now or maybe a, a close family member that they could literally leverage and now be able to accumulate interest You can do this either from yourself or one of your family members. And you say, what do you mean by that, Nicola? Well, I can tell you one thing. One of the ways could be easily using assets like people have some retirement plans that are even misallocated in the market. Their retirement plans are going down versus up. They never even move the money. They've been at jobs for a long time. You got your 401ks. Some of them have what they call Roth IRAs or traditional IRAs. And um, they're just sitting there and you're like, okay, I'm waiting for retirement and the money is sitting and it's not even in active trading or it's not in places where it's making more money. So the interest is not being maximized off of it. So you're not thinking like a bank to say, I got to move my money where I can get the highest interest. You know what? Banks will loan money, and I'm not only talking about banks, lenders, whatever. They will loan money to people who did not have the credibility, messed up the credit, at a higher interest. But what if you had something around, like your insurance policies, or you had maybe your 401k or whatever, and you borrowed from that, and you look at what the interest rate is, or whatever penalties it is, and you loaned it to yourself to extend to your business, but you paid it back to yourself in installments with interest that's higher, like you would have paid to the bank and pay it to yourself. Now, let me tell you what you're doing. You will be leveraging, doing more with less, and the money is going to come back to you because when you now keep making those deposits back into your insurance policy, It's going to grow and you're still getting that interest on the back end that would already have been happening. This is one way you can do that. You can do that with the Roth IRA. I'm going to tell you something. Um, We bought a lot of real estate in my my time, Um, a lot of investment properties. And I can remember 
our first hard money lender. And I didn't understand it until then. And I started asking questions, and he gave me the answers many, many years ago. And I said, hey, this is Jennifer. I noticed that every time we come to the closing table, because he now he said, oh, I love them. I love them because they are repeat customers. I didn't even understand it. I thought that he was doing us a favor by giving us money that we didn't have to go through the traditional banks. And he had the highest interest rate, but we were like, okay, we're going to flip this in six months. And that six months of interest well exceeded the interest that he was getting in his Roth IRA or his traditional IRA. And then he was able to return the money back whole in six months with more interest growing and compounding his IRA. And I didn't get it. It was basically the same way we think about renting. We're helping someone else build assets. But if you start thinking like a bank, and I said, wait a minute, I need a Roth IRA. Oh, I need a traditional IRA. And I started doing that, and they started growing. And then now when I wanted to start a business or whatever, instead of me having to go to the bank, I was able to pull from that, and I paid it back to myself. And now it's larger than it was, and instead of me paying the interest to Best Buy for Apple computer or paying it, I was able to pay myself and still get a tax deduction. Now, I want to talk to you about understanding what I just said. You're probably going to have to go back and listen, because the first time I heard it, I didn't understand it either. And then I said, uh-oh, I do understand this. It's just I'm used to paying out instead of payments coming in. I'm used to paying out instead of payments coming in. I said, I got to start thinking differently. Everywhere my dollar goes, I needed to come back to me more than how it went out. So it changed everything with capital that even if I have a credit card, I'm looking at how much is coming back to me, not only what's going out. And when I can balance off, whole nother thing of how I trick the interest no matter the rate on the credit card and I balance off and I'm able to get huge rewards, I'm looking at the money coming in. We have to start thinking like a bank and start thinking that every time our money comes out, it needs to come back compounded more than it went out coming back in. Now, you might say, well, I don't even have an insurance policy. You don't? Why not? Most of us were taught that you use insurance only after you die. Well, that's cool. A lot of families, as far as majority of the wealthy families, that's how the next generation became wealthy, from someone passed away, and they could have just had a million-dollar policy. All of a sudden, the family is millionaires, and they did what we're doing. They'll continue to do that. But what we started getting insurance on our children much earlier. Insurance is cheaper the younger you are. And then now we can get that insurance on our kid, and instead of putting the bills in their name, why don't we put a policy in their name, and then now we have a calibrator where it accumulates cash faster, and we borrow from that policy to do the things that we need to do in business and we pay ourselves back, which you should be paying yourself first anyway. And then that's how you fund your business. You are in, there's some people right now listening 
and they got a policy. And they didn't think to look there. They probably pulled that money out just to, to pay their bills off, but they didn't think to say, let me start a business. And then now let me pay that back so as it keep growing, I can keep borrowing from that and create that infinite bank, perpetual. You'll never run out of money because the money keeps growing. And then what if you even now saying that's where I would draw money for everything? For when I'm going to invest in the market, when I'm investing in business, when I'm investing in anything. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You might have somebody in your family you can have a conversation with and maybe they have the policy. But guess what? Some people just don't do as promised. They're going to write up a promissory note for you and you won't do what's promised because they're probably used to you not doing what's promised. But what if we start thinking like a bank and say, we're not going to cheat ourselves. We're going to start putting insurance on our finances. We're going to start putting insurance on our legacy. So there's no way I'm going to not pay the bill to my aunt who might can do this or to myself who might have had resources that I wasn't using or didn't know how to use them. I'm telling you right now, we're using our bank and we're pulling money even to invest in things like crypto, invest in the marketplace. So even if there's a loss in the marketplace, we know it's still going to come back to us. It's a system, a profitable system that you can use. But I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have a vision as to where you and your family want to be, and you don't think about having a vision that's going to go into profit, not just so you can daydream. You don't have one, and you're saying you want someone to walk you through it. I want to invite you to our Vision to Profit Challenge, and it starts next week. It's going to be a five-day vision challenge. You can go to visiontoprofit.net right now. Get your vision board, your vision movie. Get ready. You can literally go ahead and and download it and, and put it on the big cardboard. Be ready. You can literally go and get your multiple color felt markers, get ready. And as you're now putting these things on your board, we're connecting the dots between the have and the have not. I am clearer more than ever that God has told me to do this. And I was like, oh, they don't want to listen. But I'm going to tell you something. A gentleman that I met once, that even introduced like the idea of doing a family bank. And I had been introduced it, but they called it different things. And he told me, he said, Nicola, you're a bright girl. I know you're going to do well. This is years ago. And he said, I want you to do me a favor because my mentor told me to do this. Just in case what I just shared with you, you're still wondering, is this something that I can do? And he says, I want you to go, he said, I know you travel a lot, and I just want you to take a trip to downtown in any city that you go to. You go from the airport or on your way back from the airport, I need you to stop downtown, and I need you to get out your vehicle, and I need you to look up to who has the tallest buildings in the cities. Many times I was looking up and I'm looking like, okay, the name, name. I was thinking name. I'm Wells Fargo. It's Sun Trust, who's now Truist. But, but they were the banks. 
They running the world. They're running the world. And so that's why people are like, hey, we're going to do these decentralized money and stuff like that, crypto, because we understand this. We want to run our own money because people are realizing that they're not learning how to use their resources, but the banks know how to use it very well and then turn around and make you qualify to get access to your own resources. They're owning life insurance. They own the most bank-owned life insurance called Bolis. And then they're using that to back mortgages and everything. And then now they're using your deposit. And then they'll trick you into certificate of deposit where they hold your money for a certain amount of time, go 100 exit, and tell you you can't have access to it. But they have access to it. We got to start thinking like a bank. And so now this is the reason why I said, you know what? I am going to do Project Unstoppable Entrepreneur. We're going to talk about what stops entrepreneurs. And I know the whole idea of you not knowing how to acquire business partners, whatever, some people need to just even go to customer service school. They forget that their business partners are still also part of their business. Some of them, I mean, there's systems for everything. I can, I can go through that, right? But I'm talking about raising capital is the biggest thing that stops people. And I'm saying there has to be an easier way, and I want to make it easier for you. And so we're going to do a giveaway, and I want you to make sure you write down the scripture, Deuteronomy 28, 12 through 13, and say, how can I start living what God said so it'll make it easier for him to give me what he has? And so you're going to start thinking about what access to capital do I have? Where exactly is my bread and what you're going to do with it? And for people who have an answer... To that, we're going to give them $1,000 in business funding through Nicholas McJackson Foundation Project Unstoppable Entrepreneur. You want to go to nsjfoundation.org? And the applying is just tell me in simple words. I don't need a bunch of, I don't need, I don't need a bunch of like words you're trying to impress me. I can see through. I just need to know from what you heard. I give this $1,000, the foundation gives you this $1,000. How are you going to use it? Or where is the place in your business you feel that you're failing the most so we can help you understand how to think from a leverage and compounding way versus labor? You'll never be able to labor yourself to wealth. I need you to share this right now, the $1,000. It's going to be first come based off of what I see first serve. You don't have to be in the vision challenge to qualify, but I'm going to see who has vision because I got to sow seed on fertile ground. The word tells me that's what I'm supposed to do. And if you think about this for a moment, you've been set up for the come up all along. You just got to pick up your word and believe what it says. You got to pick up your word and believe what it says. Let me tell you something. I want to show you what I've been reading from for the last 20-something years. The Bible looked more like what I've been through than I look like what I've been through. So I have that pure heart and clean hands. And I've been able to do exactly what this Bible has told me to do. And have gotten an answer to every problem. 
Today we're talking about business. But when we be about kingdom business, our eyes will be open to any other business we need to know about. So guys, I want you to go and I need you, if you haven't already, go ahead and register for the Vision to Profit Challenge, visiontoprofit.net. And if you are an entrepreneur, you want to become one, go ahead to nsjfoundation.org. And so what we're going to do right now is um, we're going to end this broadcast here. i see you soon. Uh, we're going to hop into Clubhouse and also in um, Blog Talk. We got a young lady who was on on yesterday. Young lady who was on on yesterday who uh, in Clubhouse. Camille, she was on on yesterday. I want to bring her in. Camille, are you in the audience? I want to make sure you're there. You ping some people in here. We're going to give away $1,000 to some folks. And um, Camille, uh, we want anyone else to come on in. I want to um, have my son uh, come on up, Savon. He uh, was uh, the beneficiary for one of our vehicles, our family vehicles um, from our family bank. And he's hearing the legacy that I'm setting up for our families. You know, people know a little bit about his story, but he can even talk about that. But it was all worth it. That young man I drove to the hospital myself to deliver. Um, go ahead, Camille. I would love to hear. I know you were on on yesterday. I think with Shante, uh, one of the, it was two young ladies. We said we would have you speak first. Camille, good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Queen. God bless you as well. Thank you, first off, for uh, having this platform and not, not, not closing it out on your thousand episodes. So I'm really appreciated of that. Yes, <laughs> I, I definitely thought about it, but I had to be obedient. I'm, I'm, I'm so afraid to not be obedient when God tells me something. And you might say, well, how do I know it's God? Because sometimes it's the right thing, but it's the thing you just don't want to do anyway. And you say, okay, I'm just going to go ahead until you say stop. And it's been a blessing for me as well. So, Queen, what would you like to share? And is there anything? Do you already know your vision? We've been talking about this. We're talking about raising capital. Um, you know, we, we can talk about investing and things like that. But at the end of the day, many people are strapped for cash. And then they're, they're putting that strapped cash into investments where they have uh, very little understanding. And I already know that is a high risk and also a big recipe for loss. And um, like Warren Buffett say, you know, rule number one, don't lose money. And rule number two, don't forget rule number one. And so we always got to think about how we can have insurance on our finances and use that to build and create wealth. Camille, what you got, baby? Well, good morning again. And I honestly... You know, I'm in the um, network marketing business. I've never invested, and I know I've been hearing a lot. Don't, in, don't be a confused investor. You know, do your research on what you're going to invest in. Don't just go, you know, putting your money in stuff, and you don't even know how it works. So I've just been investing to myself in this business uh, with FDS. So I just went and got tickets to go. Well, I got tickets, and I'm going to go pay for lunch for my upline. Up, She's the regional, senior regional vice president in our company, and I want, I'm going to go buy a lunch tomorrow. I'm so grateful and honored to be able to do that. I ain't need $1,000 for it, but, you know, 
I'm honored to be able to do that. So as far as what your grant goes, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't speaking to be a part of that because I don't have no business that I need to invest a thousand dollars in. I don't think. Oh, and you're in network marketing. Yes, ma'am. I haven't been investing. I invested more of my income back into my business. This is how I was able to even scale. I don't know if you've ever been to one of our events, well over a thousand people sometime at events where I'd have to put the money up first for those events. I don't know if you've ever at your title, if you're not a VP and above where you've ever come to those events and they get awards directly from me, um, lunches, different things that I've done. A lot of these things was part of either my marketing or operating expenses. Um, if you've ever been in any of our groups, our team groups and things. Um, I pay coordinators, project managers, all those things. And maybe at your level, it might just be a VA so you can consistently show up in the marketplace and fish properly. Um, for you, it might even be just for you doing um, your branding strategy. Um, it might be for coaching, learning what people don't understand, even investing in, in coaching and mentorship. A lot of people think about all what they can get for free. But when you have specific goals, that require you or you're expecting to earn money, uh, you want to look at how you can accelerate that by putting money because guess what? A seed only replicates after its own time. So if you want to make more money, you got to put money in. Think about it. The people who are investing in the marketplace, they are putting money in to get money out, right? So if you want to earn more money and you did, you invested in a business, so you did invest and that's the first investment I believe people should make into a business and then investment in personal development so they can grow, uh, so that business can grow. Um, and so I would tell you, you have invested. Um, you probably just didn't know that you did, but if you want to grow in any other area, is there any other area in your business? Like, okay, how much money are you earning in your business currently, monthly? Yes, um, I, I'm on, I've already earned a couple of hundred dollars. And to piggyback on that, I guess I have, because when I first signed, when I first invested in the business yep. in January 2020, I went and bought the ticket to a convention, and I came to a convention in Las Vegas, my first time ever getting on a plane, my first time ever going to Vegas, my first time ever leaving the Midwest. So I did invest yes. into that. I invested the Eric Warrior GoPro this year, so I was able to be a part of that. So I guess I, I, I didn't think I thought I was this is get a self-education. So I guess I just need to be able to understand the difference. When you put money in, regardless if you put money into something that's considered an investment or a loss, so you've got to figure out which avenue was going. So I guess I, I have invested into learning, but when I'm thinking about investment, I think about stocks, bonds, building, you know, materialistic things. But I guess I just got to be able to train my mind from my, my nine to five lifestyle mind. January 29th is when I'll have a full, when I'll be a full year of having a business mindset. Not a business mindset in total, but just being introduced to it and being into it. It's going to be a full year on the 29th. So I'm just grateful to be able to, to be able to even talk about that. So I guess I have invested and I do need to invest more into being around more like my because I know Jamon said it, Les Brown said it, if you're the smartest person in your room, you got to go. If you're the richest person in your room, you got to go. And I've been unfortunately living in a poverty lifestyle all my life from Chicago uh, all the way up into where I met in Cedar Rapids. So I know I do need to invest into being around more like-minded people so that I can see how they doing the things they do so I can implicate it into my lifestyle and do it, you know, 
copying a right cat, as Eric's word would say, you know, just so I can be able to, you know, take some stair steps. Uh, like you said, when I first, uh, my second day speaking, having you as an idol was the wrong word to use. I just aspire to be like you as far as where you come from and how you transformed your life. So I know God's children is God's highest creation, so anybody mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Camille, I need you. Do you have a pen and paper? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So first and foremost, everything that you you started in January 2020, I just need you to go back and you look at your bank statement and you need to identify all of the things that you did invest in because those are also tax deductions. So even if your business was at a loss, meaning that you, you look like you put in more than you got out, uh, you will get a benefit from that from your taxes. So you do want to keep good records and you do want to go ahead and um, start doing that earlier rather than later. A lot of people didn't even tell me that when I was a hairstylist and I was all the way up to six figures and I had an accountant that did my taxes, but they did not have the, um, you know, they didn't instruct me to do better books. And so uh, you can do that even on just a basic spreadsheet, identifying from month to month to month, all of your expenditures, like everything that you spent, everything, credit cards, on um, credit cards and in your bank statements and identify that because if you give that to the right uh, accountant, they will be able to sometimes even get your money back depending on how much money you earn, but definitely reduce the amount of taxes you pay. And that's a whole nother training, but you wanna go back and do that because all of those trips, even your Vegas trip, even the flight, even everything, now those are considered tax deductions. And so you wanna make sure you are keeping uh, record of that and don't let it compile on you. Okay, so you have invested. And again, the question is, where do you feel you need to grow? You're making a few hundred dollars. Would you like to make a few thousand dollars a month instead? My goal is to definitely, my goal in general with that is to make the pinnacle vice president as I look at it on my vision board every single day. But yes, as stair steppers, and I think unfortunately that's why I kind of struggled at the beginning because I thought I was going to go from agent to vice president, P, B, mm-hmm. <laughs> so. You know, the results wasn't the same because I didn't put in the same actions to become that type of person. So I was looking for the outcome of that, but not being the person that it requires to be that. So now I'm working on the person that it requires to be that and then everything else to fall in place. But yes, what I need to grow more is just being able to duplicate and be consistent. Uh, I was talking on um, Grant Cardone's Breakfast with Champions at least a couple of times, and unfortunately I just struggle with natural distractions and when i say natural distractions i got five kids at home i still work a full-time job i still help my dad that just turned himself into aa because he's been dealing with alcohol anonymous for the last alcohol problems for the last 30 years and i'm only 28 we've been dealing with that problem before i was born and unfortunately the situation led him to go get his own help you know Mm -hmm. working with that you know so i've got natural disasters which i don't want to you know, push to the side, but then I don't want to take too much time on, but I, I'm not able to really, at this moment, not able to really differentiate the difference. I did um, apply for either Pink Millionaire Diamond Club, but I do want to invest into that so I can be virtually connected to like-minded people, and I'm willing to put in, like I said, I work nine to five, I'm willing to put that in, and, you know, so I can be a part of that, so that I can be duplicatable and become a leader that I know I am, and not, not a yeah, you know, you you're gonna be more than okay. I I can tell that you're gonna you're 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 a survivor. You're 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 like a whole champ. Like you don't even worry about it. You're gonna be really good. But you have the right idea of let's connect to people who know the way and and that can show the way. And um, I would not call those natural disasters. I will call those um, it, it's what qualifies you for success. 
And, and if you just even start changing that to say, hey, the things that have happened in my life is what qualifies me, is what makes me deserve it. You know, um, that's what I started doing, all the different hardships. I start calling, this is what makes me deserve what I have. So I have no guilt for what I have, right? And, and so this is the thing. People want the wealth, but they don't want the woes. They want the wealth, but they don't want the woes that come with it. And, 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 and they come with it. They come with it. It's, it's inevitable. Nobody escapes it. But it's about the way you look at it. And I'm going to tell you this right here. You are an investor. I want you to say, I am an investor. Because when, when you, yes, yeah, say it. Say it loud. I am an investor. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about investor mindsets. It's just as simple as you understanding that whenever you uh, purchase an asset or an item or whatever you do, you start to think, how is this going to generate income or how is this going to grow me or my business and watch it's even going to change what you even invest money on? You will stop being a spender and you will be an investor. You'll stop being a spender and you'll be an investor and you will consume to invest. You'll be a consumer. You'll make purchases that's going to come back to you to help you be better and bigger. Do you know when I started writing out on my vision board, I am an investor? Chanel stopped getting as much as my money. Christian Libertine stopped getting. I mean, it was it was a gradual process. I always was in high level of profit. But in the last three years, literally, because of this, I live off of 20% of my income. I'm able to invest at least 50 to 60% of my income, no longer 20%. So the money is working way harder for me. It can do the same for you. I didn't give you the numbers. I gave you percentage, and you can use that. I'm telling you, I teach Pink Millies to start being able to live off of 70% of their income, and eventually they invest 30, and eventually they're going to start living off of 30 and be able to invest 70 and build wealth. You'll become unstoppable. All right, so good. Shante, I want you to go ahead um, and, and go to that grant and we'll talk, uh, Camille, so we can identify how we can help you move forward. All right, Shante, good morning. God bless you. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. Good morning. It's so good to talk to you. <laughs> it's good to talk to you too, Queen. How are you? I'm fine. This has been like, this is surreal right now. This has been a long time that I wanted to just talk to you or see how I can uh, just get some advice from you or just to, you know, communicate here. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited this morning. Excellent. Excellent. You're here, darling. Well, what can I help you with? So first, I'd like to say I love how you reference God before anything pertaining to business or money or, you know, any conversations that you begin with, how you put God before that. And that has given me hope so many days that I wanted to give up because I'm like, man, this is so hard being an entrepreneur. I don't know how, you know, um, I look to different people. I'm reading books. I'm doing all the, you know, self-investing and just trying to, you know, I guess reach to where I see everybody else is. And mm -hmm. that reminds me that I have to stop looking at the the um good stuff and remember that I got to go through the process to get there first. Mm -hmm. So, Shantae, 
Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this question, right? Um, you can go back and you can watch on the Facebook Live because I gave some slides on there uh, where I talked about the top three challenges of entrepreneurs. And um, the first one was how to fish, basically how to get your customers, business parts, whatever. The second one um, is, is profitable systems. Um, and, and, then the, and the third one was raising capital. If you were to think about those top three, um, and obviously there are they're, you know, nuances to each of them, but if you were to think about those top three, what do you feel is your biggest challenge that's stopping you from um, saying that entrepreneurship is hard? I think how to fish, like how to get customers. I can talk to people. Mm -hmm. you know, I do consider myself a people person. I, I love people. I talk to people all the time. But I think I freeze when I you know, go to talk to them about the business. Mm -hmm. or Why do you freeze? Like I'll I'll talk to them about everything else except for the I, I don't I think yeah. Why do you freeze? Um, so Listen, I'll, blog talk. You guys are I'll awesome. Like, you I'll heard this. I'll you can hop on Clubhouse. Join us there. Get you an iPhone, and we'll see you soon. I don't I don't know, and I know.